Come on, let's do it. Bam, we're here. Hey, what's up, uh, Ward Wrestling Live, Wrestling Nation? It's the 4 yeah. o'clock show, and uh, we have another absolute incredible wrestling mind wrestler uh, on our show, another Pennsylvania great. They just pour him out into our country, and uh, he's here with us today. He's, a, he's on the world level now as an Adidas athlete. He's a Lehigh alum, NCAA champ, three-time All-American, uh, national team member, as I mentioned, from Allentown, PA, uh, and he's got a brother that doesn't suck, too, so <laughs> we're uh, pretty cool, man. We got him here today. It's Darian Toy Cruz. Did I say that right? Yes, sir. It's awesome. Thanks for having me, Daniel Ward. Um, appreciate it. I know we're going to have some some good talk here, good yeah, banter. Man. Chop it Absolute up. It's an honor to have you on, man. I, You know, I tell people when uh, I get just, I'm like a little kid. I'm like, oh, my God, another person wants to come on. I'm like, yeah. So uh, I am just overjoyed so thank yeah, you so and it was pretty, it was pretty quick and easy right you hit me up hit you back said let's do it yeah i told somebody that i said you know there's a lot of people that that'll blow you off when you make mm -hmm. the ass that that won't uh won't respond and uh you weren't that guy you hit me right back and uh i appreciate that man and it's you know it's funny because some of the guys that that i hit up in wrestling that you know they're just okay or whatever mm -hmm. or they have a good story whatever some of them have a little ego maybe they don't hit me back up and then i hit you up who's a world athlete NCAA oh yeah high level and then you're like hell yeah i'll do it or your boy mario hell yeah i'll, I'll do, do it that. you know these these guys are just you know i appreciate it so yeah man let's have some fun yeah man hell yeah so first of all i mean obviously the elephant in the room is this pandemic uh you know i know you're still wrestling i know you do some coaching and you're running around but for the most part uh, you're still at a high level and, and, and still working at your craft. What, uh, what has this off season kind of done yeah. to you or, or what, what have you had to do to kind of stay in shape and, and keep your mind right through this pandemic? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, you know, obviously there's protocols and everything and, you know, trying to maintain, um, you know, health and through all this and, you know, everybody has their own opinions and there's facts out there and everything, but, um, you know, just trying to, you know, stay focused in a time like this is, you know, pretty intense. Um, you know, but me personally, um, like I said, I'm from the Lehigh Valley, from, you know, Bethlehem right here. So um, I'm fortunate enough to train here and, you know, I lot, got a lot of people that, you know, support or want to help. And so I, I, you know, I got into a gym um, fairly quick, you know, um, where I could spend my own time. You know, there's a mat area and everything and brought in some people to train with. But, you know, I, I stayed pretty positive. Um, and just kept grinding. But like I said, it's tough when you're trying to grind and then almost like the purpose, not the purpose, but uh, like the goal is like almost like fuzzy, you know, in a way, you know what I'm saying? It's just everyone's training, but nobody knows what we're training for, you know what I'm saying? And, or when we're going to compete again. So, um, yeah, so I, we, I've been doing it. One thing I've really been doing is lifting a lot. You know, I've been super undersized all through, all through college and, um, even a little bit in the international level. So it's cool because I kind of forced myself to kind of step off the mat for a little bit um, and not because, you know, when you're trying to lift really heavy weights um, and try to wrestle really hard, it's hard. It's really tough to do that because, you know, your body is constantly being broken down. And then what's the, one of the toughest things to do is, you know, try and wrestle. Uh, so it's just a lot of recovery that, you know, I've been really working on. So that, I would, my biggest thing I would say is just working on recovery. That's awesome. And I, I, I like to ask 
just question somebody at your level uh already been through the college thing now you're on the world level is it is it different like the younger kids really need mat time and they need sparring mm -hmm. time and they need drill time with another body but at, at your level is that is that needed as much or are you more trying to work on you know to critique what you're good yeah, at already? yeah yeah um yeah i mean it's crazy because um you know, wrestling's wrestling, and and that's one of the things actually I use mentally to kind of calm myself down, is that like, hey man, I've been wrestling for like you know 18, 19 years now, you know it's just another wrestling match. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not much I can do to kind of you know leading up to the match. You know, like you know, like literally walking up to the match. There's not much I can physically do that's going to prepare me for this match. So I'm just like, hey man, like it's just a wrestling match. You know how to wrestle. You've been wrestling your entire life. So yeah, I mean. Um, just at this point, it's, it's tough because, you know, everybody is elite, you know, everybody is elite, everybody's a national champ. So you have to kind of redefine yourself. And that's something I've been trying to do. And um, I think with this break that we've had with, like, you know, COVID and everything, I think I'm excited to get back out and kind of showcase um, the new wrestler that I've become. And, you know, we've been working on specifics, like, like you've been talking about. And, because you know the the gen we all the general in wrestling is um they say everyone knows how to wrestle so to be to be the best and you know get to the next level you really have to sharpen your sword so um, I've been doing that I've been sharpening my weapons and um, like I said just put on a little bit of size which I think was pretty pretty important in my aspect and like I said it's 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 awesome man it's awesome man that's awesome so you know first things first talk about um you know, getting to grow up in PA, getting mm -hmm. to grow up in that wrestling hotbed, two-time, you know, AA state champ, three-time state placer, having mm -hmm. a dad as a coach all the way up mm -hmm. in high school. Yeah, absolutely. 153 and eight. And then, man, you still hold the top three finishes at the Walsh Ironman. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty oh, yeah. cool. But um, how does, you know, how does growing up in PA and being on that wrestling, wrestling battlefield or whatever, yeah. Prepare I mean, for, for for the next level and prepare. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, it's we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, the depth is definitely one thing that's huge there. You know what I mean? And um, I've said this, you know, in a bunch of interviews, and I actually <clears throat> just saw Zane this weekend. But I grew up wrestling Zane Rutherford and and you know Jason Alf and Chenzo Joseph and you know Zahid Valencia was in my bracket at some point and all these big guys and big names and. Um, you know, specifically in PA, um, it's just those, the depth is there and, and, you know, the talent is there. And I wrestled uh, Ethan Lezak actually in the NCAA finals. And that was one kid that I, I, and this is so funny because, you know, all the clinics I do and your practices I run, I make sure at the end, you know, I tell these kids, I'm like, you know, look to your left and right. Cause you never know if you're going to wrestle that kid in the NCAA finals. And that's exactly what happened to me. You know, I grew up wrestling, uh, at, you know, Weaver elite, Bobby Weaver, you know, Olympian, awesome, awesome guy. Um, Olympic champ for Easton Lehigh Valley where I grew up and we he, he ran this little wrestling club and um yeah Ethan Lezak was just there and we would train together and we would compete at the like our little league tournaments and stuff like that so I mean that's just a true testament to, to show that like uh you know the town is super deep here in Pennsylvania and you know specifically Lehigh Valley but um yeah I think that would be the main difference just I was my I was I was always battle tested, right? I was always battle tested, and you know, fortunate enough, I had my you know I had my dad um, as a coach, and all he did was just care, right? He just cared so much, and he was just like, you know what? If you want to be the best, 
he made me wrestle all these guys, right? I, I remember sometimes I would bump up a weight class, you know, to wrestle, you know, Zane at a tournament. And um, it's just it's just awesome now. We can talk about it. We can joke about it. But, you know, in, in reality, it, it made me, you know, the person I am today. And, um, yeah, man, just like, like I was saying, just, we're, all, we're always battle-tested um, here in PA. And we're so fortunate to have, you know, this many guys. And, you know, you know, um, you know we have guys placing like fifth or sixth in the state end up going, you know, to be national champs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we're very fortunate to have the depth. Man, that's awesome. And um, how, I think it said that your dad coached you up until high school and then kind of let yeah. your, your high school coach take over. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that had to be hard going from like coaching believe, back yeah, to believe dad. Believe it or not, man, um, it was one of the coolest things. To be honest, you know, and and, it, and it's cool, and I'll call him today, and you know, because I'm you know still competing and training, and we've developed this cool relationship. You know, it, it only strengthened our relationship, you know, nonetheless. But we developed this re- relationship where he can give me, you know, two sets of advice. You know, he can give me, you know, the dad. I always ask for both, and if I don't like one answer, I ask for the other. So he either, he either gives me the dad advice or the coach advice. You know, because he's been he, he's both pretty much. So he, he does a really good job of kind of, you know, removing him, his emotions, or, excuse me, or his like personal thoughts out of it and kind of just give me the coaching perspective because he still does. He still does coach um, my high school now to this day. So um, it, it's really cool. But yeah, that, that step, he was more excited to be a fan. <laughs> that, just go, that just goes to show how big of a pain in the butt I was and all the work that I needed. But he was more excited to be a fan. So he sent me off, he shipped me off to, you know, college, which is, you know, funny. It's right down, here down the road, but I stayed at college, you know, all, all five years there. And, um, and I said, you know, I stepped into a, a whole new family, um, you know, Lehigh and, you know, coach Santoro and the staff are, you know, and the teammates that I've had and leaders I had, you know, and Nate Brown stuff like that, just awesome guys. And um, it was, it was, you know, I just, I just hit the ground running. That's awesome. Now I know you've been, You've been doing some coaching and some clinic. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, do you prefer the observation or, or do you still prefer the experience? Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, for some reason, the, like you, get, it's a different feeling, man. When you when you get into coaching a little bit, and I sat in the corner a couple of times, and I remember most mo- most recently I was in the corner for the Penn State Lehigh duel, and I I had. Sh- there was a blood. T- it was Jordan Wood was wrestling, you know, Anthony Kassar, obviously, you know, returning national champ, wrestling, return all American, um, real, real good dual meet. And blood time happened, or maybe it was injury time, I'm not sure. But Jordan Wood, a heavyweight, comes over and is talking to the coaches. And I kind of stepped in my first dual meet on the bench, too. So yeah, I didn't know, like, you know, how to, like, step in and, like, you know, use my coaching knowledge. But, you know, I, like, kind of weasel my way into the circle. And I'm like, hey, Jordan, I really think that you can do this move right here because he's reaching like this, blah, blah, blah. And Jordan just locks eyes with me and says, okay. You know, and I, I don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? It's my first time, like, yeah. and, and I was on the team with a couple of these guys too. So they respect me a lot and they know what I've done and, you know, know how I train and know, you know, they know I, I, I care the most. So he goes out there and he takes down Anthony Kassar literally 10 seconds, you know, after they get back to wrestling in the exact, you know, sequence that I had kind of told him, hey, look out for this. And when he does this, do this, you know? and I mean, it was only two points and, you know, Jordan ended up losing the match and it was a close match, but, but just to be, have that influence on somebody and have that impact and have, you know what I mean? He, the fact that he listened to me, you know what I mean? And it worked. 
yeah, that's that was the biggest thing. I was like, holy crap, you know. I well, you know what's gonna happen next time. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, Darian, let's work on this. I yeah, yeah, you. just just wait and I, wait until I tell you to, you know, be an NCAA champ. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's it's such a good feeling. But you know, personally, nothing nothing is better than we were talking about this earlier as well. You know, um, like a challenging bracket, right? When you when you when you get into a bracket, and that's where I'm at now. You know, all the guys I'm competing against are, you know, best in the best of the best in the United States or in the world, you know? So um, I think as of right now, it's, you know, as exciting as that coaching moment or those coaching moments will be. Um, so as of right now, I think one of the most exciting thing is, you know, being able to step into a bracket where the minimum is at least one NCAA title. You know what I mean? The minimum is, um, you know, so it's, it being able to walk away with that bracket or being able to, you know, um, hold your own in, in, in a pond, in a, you know, in a pond like that is something that, you know, I don't know if it's pride or I get excited just talking about it. You know, it's, it's a competitive edge that, um, you know, it just makes you hungrier and hungrier. So, you know, until, until, you know, that dies down, I would have to give it to, you know, being in the moment and creating those moments, you know, cause I know, I just know for a fact that once, you know, I continue to grind and continue to, you know, accomplish all these awesome things, um, it's only going to help me in the coaching aspect. So yeah, as of right now, I am learning how to coach, which is funny. <laughs> that's cool. What, um, so uh, your PA kid, what, uh, you know, you've got, man, several high octane colleges mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. one level in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, what made you choose Lehigh? Um, I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier. I had a brother um, that had came to Lehigh a year before me. Um, realistically, I didn't, I didn't know much about college wrestling, um, which is, which sounds crazy. You know what I mean? It sounds crazy only because, um, we kind of stuck to our, we were too busy worried about, um, who we're going to be in high school. You know what I mean? Let alone college. So, um, but I, I don't want to say I don't, I knew nothing about, you know, college wrestling. I knew bare minimum. I barely knew who John Smith was. You know what I mean? I only know, knew he coached Jordan Oliver, um, because he's a, he's an Eastern guy who's, you know, he, he grew up down the street from me. So I was a big Jordan Oliver fan growing up and still am obviously, but um, my first NCAA tournament that I watched was in Philly right down the road here. And I, and I went to watch Jordan wrestle and, you know, Zach Ray had won it that year. He was from Lehigh. And I remember thinking like, man, I don't even know where Lehigh is, but that heavyweight is, he's, he's an animal. And we, I mean, him actually became really, really good friends, which is another story. But, um, but yeah, you know, the family aspect of it was really big for me. And, you know, I came, I come from a strong family and um, Bethlehem Catholic in high school, we had our whole team was just a strong family. And um, not only were we teammates, right. So not only were we teammates, but um, we succeeded as a team, you know, when I, when, you know, me and my brothers had gotten to Bethlehem Catholic, um, we hadn't won a state title in, you know, X amount of years. It's been a while. But as soon as I got there, you know, my freshman year, we didn't win a state title. Didn't even make it out of districts. But for my sophomore sophomore year on, you know, we won, I think, seven, eight, nine straight, you know, state titles, something like that. So um, it's just we, we knew how to become a part of a family. So I, when I was going looking for colleges, I was just looking for that family feel. You know what I mean? And, um, and like I said, I didn't know much about the Big Ten schedule or, you know, all these really, really big schools. But I knew that PA was the hotbed for wrestling. And. I obviously knew there's a lot of D1 programs in Pennsylvania. Um, 
but soon, you know, as soon as I had, you know, my first conversation with Coach Santoro and the staff, um, it, it just blew me away how genuine they were. You know what I mean? And I understand, you know, you know, college wrestling can be a business, but I felt like, you know, this guy has got my back, right? I, you know, if I'm leaving my family, I want to, I want to know, you know, the, the the guy that's, you know, or the or the team that's bringing me in is going to have my back. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, bashing any other places. I'm just saying, you know you know, to make a, a what, 16, 17 year old kid at the time feel that certain way. Um, it, it's tough, man. That's another part of the coaching that I'm not, you know, hundred percent at is rec the recruiting part, but you know, they had, a, they had a tremendous impact on me and um, yeah, man, just, just how genuine they were, which is, which is big. What does, um, what does Pat Santoro mean to you today? Oh man. Um, if I could put it in, in a word, or maybe a couple of words, let me think. Um, I would say. Stepdad. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to put, I'm trying to put the highest praise on him, you know what I mean? In like yeah. words. Um, just somebody who could have the weight on his shoulders, but still make sure that you're priority. You know what I'm saying? This man has, he deals with, you know, he, like just think about any college coach in general. You know what I mean? I'll break, I'll, I'll break down this way. Any college coach has to deal with the age of 17 to 21, 22. You know, I mean, that's an influence. That's a crazy time in your life, right? You're just, you're learning how to be a man and you're away from your parents, all this stuff. But, he, but his job relies on, you know, a, like, you know, a couple dozen of those kids. Man, like, I just remember, you know, Coach Santoro, and still to this day, one of the biggest things was that he cared about you as a person, right? Like, whether you were good at wrestling or not, he's like, he's like, man, I want to make sure you get a good degree. I want to make sure you're a great man. And I know some wrestling, so let's try and win some titles. You know what I mean? So um, he was just, just constantly, for me personally, the word I would give, I would put on him is forgiving because he dealt with me <laughs> and that was a pain in the butt. What did it mean to have your brother there with you? Oh, um, Oh, he was all the motivation I needed. He was all the motivation I needed. You know what I mean? Just because um, I was always trying to just impress my brother. You know, he was a, he was obviously you know a year older than me, so everybody on the team knew him. But I was always trying to impress my brother. Always, always, always. You know what I mean? I was trying to just make sure he he thought I was cool. I didn't care if anybody else on the team thought I was cool. I was like, as long as my brother thinks I'm still cool, then. Does it make Does it make the um, does it make the highs and lows of college a little bit easier to oh, have yeah. a best friend there with you to be like, yo, I... Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, that's somebody that you don't have to speak words to and you're connecting on that level. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't have to express yourself verbally. You know what I mean? You can, you look over and you're like, you know, we, we've, we've, we've done that before in the, in the room. You know, we looked at each other like, hey, we better pick it up. You know what I mean? Or we looked at each other after big matches. Or, you know what I mean? We're in the locker room. We're just like, you know, we're like, we're like the last ones, you know, in the locker room, last ones like in the shower, just like, man, like they, we feel for each other when we take losses. Right. So, so the highs are awesome. Right. We're, we're raging. We're jumping at each other because we've been there when we were five or six years old. Right. We lost like a kickball game. You know what I mean? We were so mad. You know what I mean? And so, so we've been there for when we had success and we've been there for when we were down and it's just somebody that, you know, or just knowing that somebody is there on the team with you going through hell, you know, all the workouts, whether you're, you know, sweating or sometimes I didn't know if I was sweating or crying in practice. So I was just leaking out of my face because workouts were so hard. But, but you're, you're, you're somebody to go through that. 
Say it again. They're Hispanic, right? Yeah. So my wife is from Puerto Rico. So my oh, awesome. are awesome. Are half Puerto Rican, but she always we have two boys, fourteen and eleven, mm-hmm. and she always tells them, "Man, blood is blood." You know. Oh like, my gosh! No yeah. Matter, no matter how many arguments, no matter mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, but no matter for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So you understand the family blood. dynamic. Yeah. But uh, that's exactly how it was, man. Like you just saying that, like it. I'm like almost. I like almost started sweating because I'm like it's it, you just hit the nail on the head right that's exactly how it is and there's been there's been times where we've like hate there's been like weeks straight where we hated each other you know what i mean but our lockers are right next to each other but we're, you know what i mean so we're still it never it never left you know it, it always got solved right it always got solved it never left you know when it all matters you should have each other's back and and that's how it was and i was so fortunate so fortunate you know whether we were on the mat whether we were off the mat you know in school and stuff like that and you know social settings um it's just everything was great. Everything was great. I really recommend it. Yeah, that's you know cool. I mean? Now, uh, Coach Bud Hennenball said, thanks for having Darian on. Pat Santor is an excellent coach. Mm-hmm. Human being, he truly cares about his athletes. So, Unbelievable. <laughs> and I wish, I wish I could say more about it, but I'm telling you, it's, just, it's an awesome your, feeling. Is your brother wrestling at the world level now too, or is he off? So, so he, you know, he got right into working, and he actually you know, took a different route. So he you know, obviously works – um construction management and you know awesome job he, he still lives right around here um but he got into jiu-jitsu a little bit which is super interesting um he was he was never really um the aggressive type you know you watch his style he was really good on top right really funky um really scrambly a, you know a hassle on top so you know kids wouldn't pick down on him so he was always you know good at scrambling wrestling around and rolling around so um when he said he was gonna start trying jiu-jitsu I was like, that's awesome. When are we competing? You know what I mean? And, and, and um, so it's cool that, you know, he's doing that. And I think me still competing almost like had him want to compete more too. You know what I mean? So he, like, he's, it's so crazy because he's such a competitor as well. And yeah, he's living um, through you. <laughs> exactly. So we're, it's awesome, man. I'm telling him, I'm, I'm excited to, he's, so he's going to be competing soon and uh, you know, while working and everything. So he's, he's, he's a savage. Cool, man. So, I know you guys up at Lehigh, you got a, you know, a, a Florida stud up there now, mm-hmm. Lee Kimes, man. I know you've spent some time with him and the family, but, uh, you know, talk about his future, what, what, yeah. what you see from this guy and, and, you know, what can he do at that level? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I saw him, I saw him literally this morning and, you know, we're, we're grinding, man. And, and his future is unbelievably bright. And, you know, we were, you're we chatting about it a little bit. Um, you know, I don't know if it's, if, if it's a connection of, you know, you know, us being somewhat Hispanic or, you know, either us being born, you know, I was born in Florida as well. Um, but he is, uh, he's a tremendous athlete, you know what I mean? And he's a tremendous athlete in the sense that um, he's so creative, so creative. And there's been times where I, and I get to sit out now and kind of, and kind of watch and observe where the coaches are like, man, how did Malik get out of that? Or how did Malik take this kid down? You know what I mean? Like it almost just blows your mind. Because we like sometimes we're like, is Malik trying? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just goes to show his ceiling and how limitless he can be. Um, but that's why you come to you know college. You come to sharpen your tools and, and get better. And he obviously chose Lehigh because he you know he wanted a great education. He wanted to be challenged academically and athletically because you know Lehigh is up there with the you know 
top 10 schools in the country chasing the title. So, um, yeah, man, his, his growth after year one, man, he, everyone's got to watch out because he's, he's coming for people this year. He's coming for heads, um, his next couple of seasons and, awesome. you know, we're going to get him ready. And, um, yeah, so everybody in Florida is going to have someone to watch, you know, specifically here at Lehigh because, you know, Malik Hines is, is going to be a problem and I'm excited for him, man. And I will, I'll lay it on the line every day to make sure he's, he's on the top of that podium. <laughs> Pat Ortiz must be listening. He said, <laughs> my dude. And then he put, shh. Yeah, right. we know what's going on, man. I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, we well, got him in the works. Hey, Pat just needs to keep having babies. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so he, just keep, he put Malik sucks. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. Can't stand that kid he put. Yeah, yeah just keep yeah. having more kids, Pat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the little ones, too, are crazy, man. You I watched in the water. Uh, I was in the – I was at the state tournament this year watching – Jacus, Jacus do his thing and do his backflip when he wants. Yeah, we we were all watching that too. Again, and we and he's been up here too at Lehigh, you know, just with his brother. And I've seen I've had like lunch and stuff with them. Awesome family, awesome family. He said Jacus is on the way. Heck yeah! Cool. Hey Pat, good to see you, man, or good to hear from you, brother. Uh, Keep sending your, keep doing big thing with your boys, and congratulations! I saw you post the little one is going to uh, LHP, so. Heck yeah, it's exciting stuff. Uh, congratulations on that. And uh, man, so, you know, I, I wanted to ask you about our Florida boys. So mm-hmm. thank you for answering that question. Now, yeah. on to the world level, man, what has Adidas meant to you and, and yeah. having your back? And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. what has it meant for you to wear the USA? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's big, you know, and um, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, how everything would have panned out coming out of high school or coming out of college even. Um, but I was fortunate enough to, um, you know, link up with Adidas Wrestling. And um, I've kind of had, we kind of had insight with Adidas just because, um, you know, Tom Scully was a, a Lehigh NCAA champ, Lehigh grad, still, still connected. But he kind of ran the, you know, the Adidas Wrestling aspect, um, at least that we knew of, you know what I mean? So we, whenever Lehigh needed shoes, the guy to hit up was, you know, Tom Scully. And he, was, he could relate because he had gone to Lehigh and he was a national champ at Lehigh. Um, but you know what what that means to me and it's just it's just another way into the family right it's another way I got into the family because I knew somebody who was part of the family and they're like hey man this kid is you know he's an awesome athlete and he understands the value of family and you know that was the first thing that I kind of brought up when we had our meeting and I had had our conversations was you know I'm so excited to represent the United States so excited to represent you know Adidas wrestling because I know how much um or I just I just um, portrayed how much it meant to me because if something means to me if something is important to me then you know obviously I'm gonna take it and run it but um yeah man just what it means to represent the United States in general is um unbelievable unbelievable this the amount of support and the amount of opportunity just by wearing that USA flag and you know going overseas it was really eye opening you know what I mean I I've, I've traveled everywhere in the United States obviously competing tournament here tournament there. Um, but to travel to Poland or, you know, Russia or, you know, Kazakhstan, Germany, all these awesome places where you, you're just being stared at the entire time. You know what I mean? Like everybody's just looking at you and they just can't stop looking at you wearing USA stuff or, you know what I mean? And they're puzzled or you're trying to communicate. You're trying to ask somebody, Hey, what, where's this, where's the 
sauna? Where's the workout facility? Yeah. You can't understand them. It's a different, it's a different feeling. You know what I mean? And so being able to represent the United States to people that like across the world, you know what I mean? People not from the United States, um, unbelievable feeling, you know what I mean? And, and it makes every win that much better. What has been your, um, Darius said, what's good. <laughs> Darius, I was just with him a couple weekends ago. That's cool. Um, what has been your, your favorite country to compete in? Favorite country to compete in? I mean, um, other than USA. Yeah, 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 obviously. <laughs> Red, <Yeah>. white, blue. <laughs> um, let me think. I think one of the cool places, uh, let, me, let me think. If it's not Poland, because I actually got to compete in Poland, um, and that was awesome. I would have to say one of my favorite places that I've been, I didn't get to compete there, but I got to train with the, um, the starters. I was Zane Rutherford's workout partner for the World Championships. So I got okay. to train with him. Um, we, had, we had a training camp in Germany for a couple of weeks and then flew to, from there to Kazakhstan for, you know, to watch them compete. I would say Kazakhstan was one of, the, one of the coolest places to watch. You know what I mean? That was one of the coolest places to watch because obviously it's the world championships. Um, it was hostile. Like the people were coming into the, coming into this gym with full drums, like full, like high school drums. You know what I mean? And, and I remember like the one call on the, on the mat during the metal rounds, you know, the light is a light show and everything. It was a bad call. So people were throwing their water bottles out on the mat. You know what I mean? Like in, in almost every high school or college. Well, you know, listen, you're from Philly. So you're, used to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know how strict gymnasiums are They're like, you can't yeah. even bring a, a bottle of water that you paid for in here. You know what I mean? You can't even bring that to the gymnasium. And then you got these people bringing in full drums and like full, you know, you know what I mean? Like, full like noisemakers and then to have them like launching it onto the mats it was it was hostile but it's cool man like you know just going into like just different environments and you know some some of them you're not you're not ready for what's about to happen but it's almost like it's more exciting that way you know what i mean like it's almost like a little chaotic and you're like let's see what's going to happen now you know they're you, you just going like i know they're not going to like this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i asked um i asked coach coach DePaul. I don't know, DePaul, mm -hmm. I don't know, in Iowa. Mm -hmm. His son is uh, a young man uh, going to a prep school now, but he's traveled for the juniors. Mm -hmm. And he said uh, the tradition that he got to experience in India was pretty dope. Oh, I can only imagine. And I heard Iran is super, is super tradition as well. So cool, man. Well, this has been dope, man. I, I've got, I've got some questions for you. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Here we go. The Phillies or the Eagles? Uh, go Birds. Big Birds fan. I wasn't going to ask the Sixers because I think you and your brother like the heat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen him post it. <laughs> have to, have to. <laughs> uh, it's weird. My grandma was from Philly and she always rooted for the Celtics. Does anybody <laughs> in Philly root for the Sixers? That's uh, funny. That's funny. I feel bad for the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, man. 32 or Fargo? Um... I love Super 32, man, because it was just like that preseason tournament that just, you know what I mean? Like everybody went to, it was like right before the season. So everybody wanted to see how good they really were before they got like, you know, before everything was like kind of like uh, documented, you know what I mean? Because like everything that happened in the summer doesn't really count technically, but right. but it was like right before season. So and I love Super 32. It took me a while to win that tournament, but um, yeah, it was, I love that tournament. All right, the big question, Genos or Pats? Oh, I got to go with Genos. I got to go with Genos. I, I almost don't even want to say 
I want to say neither, you know what I mean? Just because I don't want to pick a side, but I think Geno's has to go Geno's. I think I've always, you know, I spent a couple of years up there and I always mm -hmm. went that route too. I think mm -hmm. I preferred the, I just preferred the way they did it. Exactly. That's what uh, it's all about. Yeah. But I mean, you can go to La Spada. You can go right. You can literally, you can go to places that aren't that famous like that and get a great cheesesteak. Yeah. I mean, I used to love those little nifty fifties. Yeah, seriously. Diners with a hundred different flavors for your soda. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Just let you create whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was awesome. All right. Uh, Reno or Tulsa? Believe it or not, I, I, those, that's one tournament I haven't been to. Either, either of them. Those are two tournaments I haven't been to. Um, let me think, though. I remember Reno always being the real deal. I remember Reno always being the real deal. Um, and isn't there... Um, What's the tournament? Oh, I'm thinking of Cliff Keen. No, but Reno, I, 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 I don't know. I, I've never been to either one, but I, know, I remember Reno being the, the, the real thing. All right, Little Italy or Chinatown? Ooh. Man. You got two great. That's intense. Little Italy is <laughs> I, love, I love food. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm going to go with, got to go with Little Italy. Got to go with Little Italy. I can always put down Italian food. <laughs> The national duels or the Disney duels? Disney. Love Disney duels. I had so much fun, man. I met some of my greatest friends there. And you know what I mean? Like they, they were so cool at that tournament. They didn't, the schedule usually wasn't super intense. You maybe had like two matches for the day and then you were by the beach. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. The one thing my son got to experience it last year and he was really looking forward to it this year. To yeah. Yeah. It's but, fun. But obviously what happened didn't happen. But I think the best thing about it was the back room. I mean, he got like 30 goes back there. Just right? Yeah, man. Like, up. they just opened it up. Yeah. Uh, Reading Market, which is dope. I love that place. Mm -hmm. Or South Street. Gosh, you're killing with these questions. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Reading Market. Yeah, man. That place is a win. Mm -hmm. Always. Like, always. Uh, all right, so you've been on both these levels, NCAAs or mm -hmm. Worlds? Oh, man, that's tough. I personally, personally, um, the NCAAs, I remember, you know, I, I explained it to the, some of the college kids that I'm on the team with now. You will never get that much opportunity or that many fans or that many viewers, right, to really focus on what you're doing, excuse me, at the time. All right, NCAA, there are so many people in the United States that are huge fans of NCAA wrestling, right? And I remember, like, you know, being on that stage and being, all, like, you know, having positive, you know, things to remember and negative things to remember in, in regards to, you know, the lights. You know, I mean, the NCAA, big mats and the big matches. But I had the most fun. And I, I know, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of fun, you know, competing internationally. But the most fun I had was just, you know, rocking those awesome stages because you knew that, you know, everybody knew who you're wrestling, um, knew your, you know, knew a little bit about you, knew a little about them, made a decision on who was going to win. And you know what I mean? Like there's just so many people that care about what you're doing in college. That's awesome. That I think that's, that's what is the most joy, right? Just being able to put on a show for so many people that, you know, you don't even know, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I didn't be, if I wasn't able to perform the way I did, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to talk, talk to you now, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I just think the excitement, at least in the in the United States, is really big on uh, NCAA wrestling. Yeah, I think um, I had a few guys tell me that 
Yeah, man, it's just it's just never different. Felt, it's hard to explain. Never but felt the energy they felt. Yeah, yeah, and and, it, and I remember my sophomore year, first time really out there, or second time out there, but the first time feeling it. You know, what I mean, when I was a freshman, I didn't really, I didn't feel anything. I didn't know, but you know, <laughs> Madison Square Garden, my sophomore year, I was like, oh, I remember looking up and just walking out of the tunnel. You don't really hear much because you're very focused. But as soon as you step out and those lights, because you got this big spotlight, those lights are, are on top of it, and the second you look up and kind of lose your focus you just, the roar just gets louder and louder in your headgear, right? And obviously your headgear is muffled a little bit, but, you know, just the roar that you get in that, in the NCAA tournament, any round, right? It could be the morning round is something special, man. So well, I've been told the closest, the closest experience to that is the Southern Scuffle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that and Medved as well, those two, you know, winter tournaments that just have it packed. Right. And um, I, so I, I would compare that, you know, another feeling like that was when the World Cup was here in L.A. I'm sure we, you know, the U.S. had it packed up, you know, for the freestyle um, World Cup championships when it was back here in L.A. Um, but, yeah, man, just the, the vibe or the energy that, you know, you feel in that arena. Um, you almost have to ignore it and appreciate it later because you'll just get caught up in it, man. I'm telling you. Uh, so how about the Philly pretzel or the tasty cake? I loved baked goods. I love tasting goods. <laughs> That's That's what I remember working in the car dealership up there and like the the little old dude would pull up and he'd have a bag of three for a dollar. Yeah, man. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. I met and same thing with me. Um on my way to school every morning, um, my pops would just you just give me like um those little tasty cakes, the the peanut butter ones, the peanut butter circles. A pack of theirs now, and I was that was that's all I needed for the day. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um, I know you've you've won both of these, Beast or Iron Man. Oh man, I remember Iron Man was so tough. Iron Man was so tough. Um, but I think I would have to have to give it to Beast. Um, just because I mean, obviously they both have their history and stuff like that. Um, I just remember. Iron Man or Beast was more of a positive experience for me, but the guys that wrestled um in the finals, like one year I wrestled Joey McKenna in the finals of Beast, and the other year I wrestled Chenzo in the finals of Beast. You know what I mean? And um, just and then the one year I lost to Klausik. You know what I mean? So that I remember the tournaments just being so insane, and um, I would have to give it to Beast because I I think I performed a little bit better at Beast. <laughs> well, and then um, I'm looking over my questions here, Coach. Coach Anthony Cerullo of uh, Tenorock down here mm -hmm. in, uh, in Polk County, he mm -hmm. asked, he said, um, you, you, you wrestled for Lehigh. How were you able to mentally prepare for the guys of like Penn State, Ohio yeah, State, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. big boys, yeah. when you got into those matches? Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously Lehigh's being a smaller school. Um, what was cool about, you know, the whole Lehigh experience was that, you know, we were the number one sport on campus, which was, which was awesome. You know what I mean? Because we had bigger goals of being a national champion to national championship team. You know what I mean? So um, what, what another good, you know, point, you know, to, you know, praise coach Pat was he always gave us such a tough schedule. We, we, you know, damn near had a big 10 schedule every year. We wrestled all this. I remember I wrestled like we wrestled Iowa, followed by Penn State, you know what I mean? We were always back-to-back -back matches. And then we'd have to wrestle like the Cornells and Pens in our, you know, in our conference. But 
I'm telling you, Coach Pat had our schedule loaded, um, and he was not afraid to have us compete. You know what I mean? Have us, you know, battle with the best teams or go into Carver Hawkeye or, you know what I mean, go into Bryce Jordan Center and, and just – and just, you know what I mean, have that opportunity. So um, come, you know, come NCAAs, we've been to this scuffle. You know what I mean? You've been competing um, with the best guys. And, you know, just kind of reassuring, you know, Coach Santoro makes sure that when you're training, you're training to be the best. You're not training to, you know, get on the podium or compete with the Big Ten or the big schools. You're going to take over, right? You're, you're training to be the best at your weight class, you know, no, no divisions, right? No conferences. It doesn't matter where you're, but um, to get me prepared, you know, for those big matches was just thinking about that the whole time, right? That, you know, wrestling's wrestling and um, the better man obviously is going is, is going to win, but um, just know how well prepared we were, right? So we always had, um, obviously we didn't have to go to the big 10 tournament, but we had a big 10 schedule. So we saw these guys in dual meet sometimes back to back, right? So we had to make weight, you know, back to back days, which, you know, I always, we always hated as a team, but in the end, you know how much, you know how awesome that, that opportunity was, um, you know what I mean? To, to struggle, you know, making back-to-back weight, having back-to-back, you know, insane dual meets. Like some guys had number one kid in the country and then the number two kid in the country, you know what I mean? Back-to-back. Um, but, you know, just, you know, getting thrown out to the wolves or getting just kind of tossed in that tornado, you get, you know, you either bend or you break, you know what I mean? You either bend, and you succeed, you know, you straighten up and succeed, or, you, or you're going to break. And um, just being battle-tested in and out um, was, yeah, well, was all that we needed. I mean, I, I think the division, the conference that you're in oh, yeah. is pretty t- – I mean, look what look what Penn and Cornell and Princeton. Yeah, 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 all those Ivy League cool. schools as well. Um, and, we're, and we have a big conference, you know what I mean? We have, like, I want to say 15 teams, 16 teams, like, I think, in – yeah, there were maybe maybe even more. Maybe I'm not counting some teams. Um, I haven't counted in a while, but I'm telling you, we have a lot of people in our conference, and we don't take as many as the Big Ten. Big Ten, you know, damn near take everybody. You make weight, and you're going to the NCAA's. Right, and, and I remember Coach. I talked to Coach Ayers over at Princeton. Oh yeah, awesome and, guy. And the same thing he said. I built my I built the schedule from day one to yeah. get to where we are now. Yeah. We started to beat these teams. Mm-hmm. And, we're going to start being ranked and get better. And now and you see the schedule that, that, you know, that they put out and, and you see me like, man, why is or Sometimes you see dual mates. Like why is Iowa or some Princeton? You know what I mean? It's, it's because there's a, there's a, there's a reason to that madness. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to get starstruck, might as well be a dual mate that doesn't hold that much weight. You know what I'm saying? You, you get the experience of going out and wrestling the best without having to worry about if you're going to, like the sun's coming up tomorrow, you know what I mean? And, and you're either going to win the duel or lose the duel, but either way, that's that you know, that's where the line is drawn. That's it, you know. What I mean, you're not worried about if I lose to this guy, I'm gonna have to wrestle this guy, or it's you know, what I mean, so just throwing throwing your team out there is, is something that you know, Coach Santoro, and you know, you see it in Coach Ayers, um, and these these smaller schools are trying, um, because obviously we're not in the conference with the Big Ten, so we're not forced to wrestle, but we are challenging, you know, we wrestled Oklahoma State this year. And that was an awesome duel, mate. You know what I mean? Watching our guys compete. Um, My uncle came down. He said the last, the last event, last large event that he was at before COVID was the the big tournament at at Lehigh, where yeah, yeah, WAs, yeah, and yeah, so all the Ivy Leagues, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, so and we yeah, that's pretty pretty uh, pretty cool. I mean, listen, we watched the 
look at these big tournaments where we're seeing mm -hmm. mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. invited to these the rooftops and the, the flow yeah right and 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 these big events and um yeah man and that's that, that goes part of like uh the program you're around right so you got these coaches that aren't putting you in opportunities to compete with the best you know shame on them for not you know giving you the opportunity to to try and beat the best, right? To be the best, you got to be the best. There's no way around it, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to say you're the best if you haven't, you know, beaten the best. So, um, and our coach never shied away from that. You know what I mean? As nervous as I was, you know, going back, having the number two kid, like my freshman year, I think my first dual, first three dual mates was like, I had Nico Megaluda's first dual mate. You know what I mean? And then I had to wrestle, you know, Thomas Gilman from Iowa. And I had to wrestle Zanetta from Pitt, who was ranked like fifth or sixth. And I'm a true freshman, undersized. And I'm like, Coach Pat, are you sure you want me to start? <laughs> well, 125 is just uh, exactly all right. I mean, what's one? Uh, isn't 125 now where Lee and all those boys are? Yeah, right. So it, it just and they're getting better, younger man, and which is you know only helping the sport. So that's so I'm telling you, man. We when it comes to that question, you know, of, you know, being a small school and trying to compete with the big dogs, um, it's not about the size of the dog in the fight, the size of the fight of the dog. You know what I mean? And, and that's something that's so true because if any dog that's ready to scrap, he'll scrap, you know what I mean? And we were, we were battle tested every, you know, every day in the room and we were reminded every day in the room that we deserve to be, you know, with every, with, we, hang, we deserve to be with anybody, you know what I mean? And I think the history of Lehigh, us having, you know, the amount of national champs that we have and I think that was a big part too, just knowing that your school, even though it's small, has a tradition of excellence, right? Has a tradition of NCAA champions. So I think we're like, you know, top five in NCAA champions as a as a school, you know, right behind, you know, Penn State, Oklahoma State, um, you know, all Iowa, all those big programs. Um, but yeah, we're right up there with those guys. And it, and you know, statistically you would think otherwise, but you know, it's it's awesome knowing that. Yeah, and you have one of them. Mm -hmm, exactly that's even better right i get to contribute yeah. Yeah, you get, uh so coach crumb uh says he does the computer work at iowa eiwa mm -hmm. 17 teams now i enjoy watching darren his whole mm -hmm. career and yeah, then romeo yeah. uh romeo mascara cruises the truth mm -hmm. heck yeah man and i that's all that's all i'm spitting man so awesome man well hey listen it was like like i told you before we came on man it's an absolute honor to have you on here Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, and uh, please uh, share my link with all your friends. They can come on, too. Absolutely, man. I was telling you earlier, wrestling community is real small. So you know, don't be surprised if you get some heavy hitters coming in soon. Yeah, man, please, and, and I hope I hope it's you that invites them. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, peace, man. Enjoy Philly. I love that town, and, uh, you know, as I tell everybody, keep kicking life's ass, my brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Dan. All right, man. You take it easy.